Be on the miles with that yank hard yesterday, Skip. I be on these miles with hen dog, and now y'all got problems with me. That, Let uh... me celebrate. Flow. Oh, nah, I did kill that. That's what's up, man. Floaties, nigga. I did have a, a nice question I wanted to ask Nikki, but oh, I think I'm going to save it for you. Ask me how my week is going. I'm not asking you that shit this week. Oh, okay. I'm good on your week. So man. let me so let you know how things wow. happen. <laughs> nah, nigga. <laughs> it's episode 36. Let me get let me get the mood right. Oh, oh man. Like something ridiculous. <laughs> I'm about to die. Oh, that shit ain't coming out the speakers. Muhammad don't like ugly, bro. Muhammad. I had no pork in a minute. I'm Muslim now. Muhammad don't like ugly. Yo, this nigga is ignorant, man. Happy Monday, everybody out there. This dirty sprite. Yes. Happy Tuesday to the Tuesday listeners. I be dirty, so spite me. Wednesday to the Wednesday. Thursday to y'all late motherfucking listeners. Fuck your bitch. That's some Gucci flip flop. I just had some bitches and I made them look flop. I just took a piss. And all of this is really true. This is nasty. That's what's good. I ain't got that Gucci money, but I will hit your bitches some Azunos. Hit your Hold chick on, in the thong old neighbor flip flops for a dollar. Alright, man. <laughs> Happy Monday, everybody. You tuned in to episode 36. I'm your boy Jumpman Jones. Wake y'all ass up. Let's go. This my goal. Yeah, yeah, you love this. That nigga goes in. Even when you drop a bad album, you drop a good album. Keep it consistent, man. That's what I like about him the best. Teaching niggas how to sell drugs and do it the right way. <laughs> He's the most negative, influential nigga in my life. Episode 36 of the Kickin' Shit Podcast. I'm your boy Jumpman Jones. And right here next to me is the funniest nigga I know, man. Speak to the people, Jukebox. Yo, what it is, man. It's your boy Jukebox Johnny, man. You know what it is. Always here. Always here in the same spot. You feel me? And to the right, uh, laying on the Cleopatra chair, it's the big, busty, talented, beautiful... Miss Nikki. We're going to have to think of some other adjectives. Hello. BBB. BBB. <laughs> no. <laughs> Big Bussy Talented. Beautiful. Oh, BBB. BBTV. TV. All right. What's up? Episode 36. You live inside episode 36 of Kick Shit Podcast. First and foremost, I want to shout out everybody who listened to episode 35 and everybody who listened to us week in, week out. 
Shout y'all out Everybody at work right now Listen to us Everybody in the car right now Listen to us Everybody in their leisure time Listen to us Like my nigga Johnny say The Tuesdays The Wednesday listeners The Thursday, Friday, Saturday Whatever day you catch this Thank you We appreciate you for rocking with us uh, Keep up with the crew You can search If you're new to this podcast You found it I don't know how you found it, but if you prefer Spotify, iTunes, or Google Play, you can find us as KSP, and you can visit our website, kickashitpod.com, that's K-I-C-K-I-N, shit, we all know how to spell shit, pod.com, hit the banner at the top, check out One Condoms, and check out Voodoo, and uh, yep. They got uh, Bad Times at the El Royale on there right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I want to see that. You did say that was really good, right? I do yeah, want to see that. Good. That's what I should have been, I'll watch it tonight. I watch it tonight. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I watch it tonight. Um. All right, let's go, man. Johnny, man, what's up? Nothing much, man. Just chilling. You asked me how my week was. <laughs> I was bullshitting, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's been a monumental week we for your boy. I, your I, I guess went. I gotta start asking you and nigga. How is everybody's? Week? How is everybody well, you're doing? Ask me how my week went. Well, you know, <laughs> this is my first week working out on my trainer. Shout out to uh, Master Jamal. You know, say he out here helping me get my black belt in fitness. He gonna start charging y'all. Shit, I need to charge him for this shout out. I know, right? <laughs> and plus, when I get them abs, everybody gonna want it. Let me let y'all know how I be. I go get my hair cut from the same barber. People are like, man, where you get your hair cut from? I done gave that nigga so much business, he owe me. Oh, but he do give me the, he, he do give me a family discount though. So they I still can't have say those? nothing. What family discount? Yes. Yeah, he's my cousin. <laughs> okay. so shout, shout out to Cut King Speaking of I was in a barbershop A couple of weeks ago And hearing them niggas Talk about family And how they think Barbers really do The barber thing Is funny He was like Oh Thanksgiving It was around Thanksgiving And he was like Yeah I'm gonna knock these heads off He's like Yo family is the worst and I'm thinking in my head, like, does this nigga show up to Thanksgiving dinner and they ask him where his clip is at? And that's the next thing flew out of his mouth. I said, you're lying. Probably. He was like, listen, every barber in there turned and looked like, nah, every time you show up to any family, fuck, let me get a quick cut. Like, what is a quick cut? I'm like, wow. <laughs> this is a thing? Man, they went in for 30 minutes, nigga. He took the clippers off my head to talk about this. <laughs> Damn. That's Shut probably up. the same thing with Silas. Like oh in hell the, yeah! In the family I, that does hair. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. They'll I'm definitely ask. Nail quick. technicians, makeup yeah, artists, anything. You can't have a trade if these days. If you have a trade, HVAC. I'm hey, fucking guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Take a look at my air conditioning unit tomorrow, man. Oh, nigga, if you do Ooh. HVAC, you're getting used. Especially mechanics. If something wrong with your car. Oh, yeah, mechanic, you get used to. We're talking tens of thousand dollars for air conditioning heating. <laughs> oh, I'm using you. I need a family discount. Definitely, man. I need the fucking family discount, man. Nikki, how's your week? My week was really, really good. It was the first week fully back from uh, our winter break. That's what we call it. And um, kids weren't acting a fool, so it was always a good week if I don't have to uh, suspend anybody or send them to the principal's Your office. Your week is so I simple. never got suspended. Never? never got suspended? Not once. Nope. I got after school suspended. Oh, you got suspended? Me? Yeah. Never. Okay. You, you, but I'm just, you, why you, was you shocked that I did then? <laughs> that was prejudgment. I'm so sorry, but Jesus. I thought that maybe at least one time. I don't know. I did get some after schools every now and again. I guess it's, what's that called? After school detention or something? After, I used to get, yeah, like detention. Yeah, I but got you've that never a few gotten times. suspended. Like where you couldn't come to school. Mm-mm, never. Okay. 
okay, Johnny, a good boy. I'm a saint, man. I used to always try to make my parents proud. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, what about I, you? I haven't been suspended that many times. <laughs> that many <laughs> I times. love it. I love the whole statement, that many times. What's not that many times? I think in middle school, like when I repeated, I was getting suspended so I could just be at home. Because I had already did it before. Like, I had to repeat the eighth grade. So I had already did this before. So I there knew. was a point where you just did not care? I wasn't getting suspended for... I was getting suspended for things, like, by protocol. Like, if you're late to class, then oh, it's in-school okay. suspension. Yeah. And then yeah. one more late, you get a suspension. So I'm like, well, cool. I'll game it for the in-school. Because I didn't... I like in-school suspension. I thought shit was... It was cool. You go in there, you get a lot of work done. I mean, I went the in work there. that you should have done previous. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I, I went in there. I got a lot of work done for class that I w- I couldn't get done in class because I went to school with a lot of knuckleheads my second turn around, uh-huh. time around. Then, if I get suspended, my work is usually already done. So it's like that was a leisure day. I got to stay at home. I got to back at that time. I was big in the NBA live, and I had a dynasty brewing, and we <laughs> was trying to win championship number three. So I'm like. I got time to sit at home. The way that you were saying this is if it's like really important and it mattered at that time. When it came to to when it came to sports (laughs) video games, I lived in this small world where I thought that was reality. (laughs) I could have a forty-five minute hour conversation about my dynasty because I always fantasized about being a professional athlete. So it was like my chance to actually own a franchise. So that shit dominated my mind. It was like I just traded for Kobe. I got Kobe. <laughs> I got Stephon Marbury at the point. That should have transpired <laughs> into like a life goal. What? Now nah, it was just a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a hobby. In my class, that's what they're doing. Instead of doing their homework or what they're supposed to be doing, they're too busy on like Fortnite. Playing Fortnite. I think, Roblox, now, I think nowadays, like and yeah. Minecraft. I think nowadays, like, yeah, it should transfer into something. Like, you can actually make money. Yeah, you could be the next ninja. With video games. <laughs> like, shit. You I can agree. make money on Fortnite. Yeah. But I need you to be Some able kids to are do making multiplication. Money on Fortnite. If we, if we if would have count your money. School, school a waste of time. Uh-uh. School's very Scratch much that. Waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that's just my opinion. Certain parts might be not I as think important math, as it, others. I think, no, no, no. It, it's a waste of time once you hit high school to me. That's just my opinion. Once you're in high school, I feel like they need to be preparing kids to get ready for life. All the teachers has exploding right now. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I say this. I well, think shout out important, but I don't know what school's like anymore. But I know if I could go back to school, I would want to learn certain things. Like I think there should be like a definitely a finance class teaching oh, yeah. you about finances. Uh, I think they should bring, bring trades back, like mm-hmm. teaching kids trades and stuff like that. But I don't know how school be is able now. To teach them. And those people want to get paid, and there is no money. Teachers do need to get paid. So, here we are. True. What? what yo, this is bef- what ten minutes in. We haven't talked about anything, but <laughs> I do want to ask this: What happens when the teachers don't get paid and they don't go to work? And what happens when there is actual solidarity and schools are actually shut down and nobody crosses picket lines? Because, like, I heard a news story. California schools last I think this week were closing because of a teacher strike. Yep. But they had assist uh what what do you call them? Um substitute teachers on deck ready to cross picket lines. Yep. That always kills anything with a union. When you have unions, for example, the NFL players union when they had their strike, they had players cross the line. And even the players who played 
during that strike who weren't in the NFL just playing crosses the picket line. That's not for every state. So California is a state that has unions. And, so and, not yeah, and, that's, and unions, unions are great. I think it just kills you. Uh-huh. When you when we have available workers ready to go, but substitutes won't last that long, if that's the case. But I see what you're saying. Yeah. So it are they help the? What pause. happens when the teachers weather that storm? When they buckle down, they take the financial hit. They really put it on the line to see a change. Do they get the change, or does or does the government still fuck teachers? Um, I don't think we've ever been in a circumstance where there has been change. We'll find out. Because mm. not even a year ago when we were having all of those different states like Arizona and West Virginia um, where they were doing walkouts and stuff, it only happened for a certain time period and they didn't give them all of their demands. They only gave them a small amount, meaning like raise per- a certain percentage or providing them with materials in their classrooms. Their demand list was a lot longer, but teachers eventually needed to get back in the classroom because it was affecting their livelihoods. And it's 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 reality. Like you have to kind of figure out what's important. And maybe in that cause in that moment, let's just take this win with these things and then we'll address things later. So other things later. So it just depends. So we'll see. Maybe this one will be more successful so. than other walkouts. Let's start a GoFundMe for teachers. They, you know what? Mm-hmm. They got the That's niggas to ways twenty million for twenty the million wall. for a wall, twenty million for some teachers. Let's do Can it. Can they get twenty million for teachers? Priorities. We'll see. A wall. Anyway, we'll see. <laughs> um, fucking government, bruh. They yeah, always fuck us with shit other, up. We do a whole other episode on just the education system. <laughs> Invite in all our teacher friends, only the fine ones. <laughs> 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 all right, let's dive into the culture. Let's dive into the politics. Let's dive into these headlines. Right back to the government, baby. I'm gonna spill a hot pour. You can get what that that song? Mm-hmm. Somebody gonna remix it? Okay. Uh, this week, headlines, headlines, headlines. The culture, politics. Uh, we will start with the government shutdown. That Let's was do it, man. That was heavy this week. Uh, government still shut down. Um, Twenty three days. Yep. Talk about it. Government still shut down. All right. Details. So we're gonna talk about the government shutdown. Twenty. We on the twenty third day. Today's January thirteenth. Um, and it's it's this the longest shutdown in history. I didn't think this shit was gonna fucking make it this far. Well, we on day what? Day twenty three right now. Day twenty three. So tomorrow will be the twenty fourth, which is the big. Can Monday. we uh rock out to some day twenty six on day twenty six? <laughs> we might as well oh celebratory gosh. day twenty six on day twenty six of the shutdown. We gonna play day twenty six all day. As a matter of fact, go to our Twitter and at us and <laughs> and and um. Tell us your favorite day twenty six. Yeah, what? Yeah, I gotta remember to do that. I gotta put a reminder in my phone. <laughs> I'm just gonna 26. be tweeting out day twenty six songs so all day much. and tagging Trump in it. Uh, but yeah, man. So Trump and Pelosi can't get their shit together. Trump's really wanting this wall, and uh, he's willing to go to extreme measures. Trump is even willing to do a uh, you know a presidential action where he's going to take money that is used for disaster relief to build the wall. So the money we would use to, like, when Katrina happened, money like that to rebuild cities and stuff like that, he's going to use that money. He's thinking about using that money to build the wall. So he really he really held bent on this wall. And um, I don't understand it, man. I think he might not even win re-election, 
and we're gonna be in the middle of building this wall, and he's gonna be out of the White House, and now we stuck with half. You a said wall. that last week. Yes, yeah, you said that last week. Another thing, I think this wall thing is something you put me on with politics. You vote for a candidate. Um, well, no, 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 it wasn't you. It was uh, I was listening to Van. Um, you vote for a candidate. They say what they're gonna do for you. Then they have to follow up on what they say they're gonna do. Yeah, true. I don't think I personally don't think that he thinks that a wall is a great idea for border security. I think it was said like everything else he said. It sounded like that sounds outlandish. Yeah. In a speech to get people riled up. Not for him. It is outlandish. If you think about it out of everything he says. It's, it's, it goes along the lines of everything else he said. He just says things to get people riled up. No, I'm saying that it's not outlandish for him. Like, he truly wants to fulfill all of his crazy stuff that he was of saying. Course, of course, because those are campaign promises. I think. Yeah. I think in, but he also in, said in, that Mexico was going to pay for it. He hadn't fulfilled it. Uh, those are, those are campaign yet. promises. Those are things I think he, he, he knows. Like, damn, I have to deliver on something yeah. that I promised. He does. Let me stand my ground on this because, A... If everybody around you telling you it's not uh, sufficient border security, it's what third or fifth century. I was listening to um, more, uh, headline news. It was third or fifth century. It's third or fifth century security. It's, it's not really <laughs> effective. Um, I, it's to the point it's gone from a wall to a fence or some steel barriers. Yeah. So the fact that they've downgraded it lets me know that I feel like he really don't believe. In the wall, it's more of a, it's more, it's like, like two principle. It's a principle thing. It's like, it's like if when two, you can often watch two guys get into it, and you watch two guys get into it, and and a lot of times, from the from that third party stance, you're like neither one of these these dudes care. This is a, you know, you gonna do it my way. This is me saying I'm the boss, and you need to respect that and. The other side's like, no, fuck you. True. And and their reasons make sense. But he's going to stand his ground on it. A, because he can't because he's the president. And B, if you if you don't give me my wall, I'm going to pull money from the disaster funds. Outside looking in, I'm not into politics like that. If he pulls the money from the disaster funds, has the disaster funds actually been beneficial to anybody? Considering that Puerto Rico was still... In the rut that it was in, Louisiana was still in the rut that it was in after it got hit with Katrina. But that was also Trump again. You got to look at who was the president. No, 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 that was during Katrina. That was Bush. I'm talking about that was Bush again. Yeah, look at who the president is. It depends on the president at that time. So I mean, does it even matter if he pulls the funds? It's just not going to look good for him even more. So we're just building a larger case on either to impeach him or just him not being reelected. But I mean. You don't use funds that aren't supposed to be allocated for other things. Not saying that he was going to use them for it, period. But it's the fact that it's openly, hey, I have this money designated for the disaster relief fund that I didn't use on Puerto Rico, but I'm going to use it to build this wall. So it's just like double. Did people get paid? Nope. People nope. Hadn't, the first so checks came paid. out. That some people first didn't get didn't come out. Nope. But some people still getting paid, but a lot of workers didn't get paid. So the t- so now I heard TSA, they're doing tax refunds. Tax refunds still coming out. So they say. I've seen stories of TSA having to close down certain lanes. Yeah, because people say I ain't getting paid. I'm not coming to work. They had to close down the airport. <laughs> 
They didn't close down the whole airport. There was certain sections. In Miami, of the airport. it was just part of it. This is part. Okay. Were, uh, yeah. Certain TSA. Down. You got certain FBI workers that's not getting paid. Mm-hmm. Miami's a huge airport to shut down. If they yeah. shut down an airport, that huge. But they don't have nobody to work. That true. is very true. Are you just gonna let niggas get on planes with bombs? Right. <laughs> you gotta choose. Uh guess we will choose. Damn, nigga, you just scared me from flying. For real, <laughs> man. But you know, Trump, he's he trying. Every president got something they hang their hat on, like a big accomplishment they made. Obama, health care was yeah nationwide. That was his big task. Uh, Bush was trying something with education. I think that's no no child left behind was yep, his big that thing. That was his big thing. Um, and Trump big thing is this wall. He's trying to he's trying it's to set a, set his name in stone as a president that did something, accomplished what he set out to do. He I is. think he's done a lot already. Let's th- let's think about it. Are we he, listing he, good things? He, he's 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 boned up. No president's been been accused of boning a porn star and getting what? Oh, so we're not <laughs> we're not listing. It's like Trump's got a lot of firsts so, here. Oh, Stormy Daniels. So Trump, you Stormy know, Trump, Daniels. Trump did his thing. Uh, I think it was Monday. He uh, gave an Oval Office speech, his first Oval Office speech. Stormy Daniels decided to go live during that time of the speech in her under and full, uh, clothes in her underwear. She got up to 20,000 people watching Yo, her live. that's amazing. Instead <laughs> of looking at yeah. Donald Trump has propelled the porn career of Stormy Daniels. Oh, yeah. She when you watch a now, when, no, and, and she's the ad. Hey, yeah. you you may know me from the news. Like, if you don't the get off the screen. president should not <laughs> propel a porn star's career. Uh, no, a lot of things shouldn't <laughs> happen, but Trump is actually, a, a, he's responsible for a lot of firsts going on here. Oh yeah, definitely. he's got he's got government acting out of character. <laughs> it's not just snitches. him. Yeah, <laughs> calling like, people weak minded. He shouted out his haters on New Year's. Like he's got government acting out of he's character. Definitely the most gangster president we ever had. This shit, him and Kennedy. Don't give him that, and this don't put been, him in the same sentence as Kennedy. <laughs> this shit has been entertaining. Kennedy, a real gangster too. OG Boston, OG Kennedy. <laughs> this shit has been entertaining. Man. I'm gonna move away from politics. Yeah, man. I mean, oh, one I more thing though. Do it. Be on the lookout for uh, Martin Luther King. Kamala Harris is supposed to be announcing her a uh, bid for uh, 2020 presidential uh, run. Is that the date that she's doing it? Martin Luther King Day. Supposed yes, to. Yes, I'm all for all these women. So shout out to her. Mm-hmm. Check this out. Um, let's dive into the culture, man. Yep. Um, this weekend, well, actually, this weekend, Future dropped a documentary called Wizard uh, in lieu of the album that's coming out was Friday, upcoming Friday the 18th. Future um, Hendrix, baby. Did you figure out why it was called Wizard? The album. The album's called Wizard? The album is called Wizard. So the documentary, so the documentary was called, called Wizard. Wizard. Okay, got it. I thought this documentary was a great way to boost the streams of your album. On top of the fact there's not really much coming out right now. Nope. So he's technically the first drop of the year. Um, watching this, I started to realize, like, oh, I do like a couple of Future songs. Cause I'm not heavy on that nigga's music. I think DS2 was my favorite album his of his. Album. Period. His best album, his best piece of work. He could tour forever on that alone. Yeah. DS2 um, makes it sound real fancy. D and DS2 <laughs> does make it, but <laughs> but I think the streets were Dirty ready Sprite. for DS2 because Dirty Sprite, the actual mixtape, was so like hot in the streets. Mm-hmm. I think they were ready for DS2 because when it came out, it was the street niggas that was like, "Yo, that nigga dropped DS2," and I thought it was a mixtape. I thought it was the second half of the mixtape that the streets loved. Yep. And so when it came out, I thought it was crazy. Now, do you learn much from this documentary? No. Because Future is a man of few words. <laughs> um, the whole Dungeon Family thing wasn't new to me. I knew he came from that cloth. Um, I also uh, knew he had that foot in the door. 
the respect he got from Andre 3000, the way Andre 3000 was breaking down the artistry of Future, is something I never really thought about. I never really looked at Future as the guy that that came in and took the trap genre and kind of switched it over to what it is today. But now that I think about it, as far as the trap genre is concerned, I want to say it's between Future and maybe Lil Wayne birthed these new rappers. Mm-hmm. As far as the sound we hear. But before Future was doing auto-tune on everything, Lil Wayne had started it. True. That's true. Um, so that's the change of the trap music? Was adding <laughs> auto-tune to it? Uh, it was more so the harmonizing. Oh. Uh, okay. Being more so of a... A, being more so of a singer than a rapper. Got it. Um, okay. To to tune to to tune out the lyrics, to carry each end of every bar. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being a choppy, you know, bar for bar rapper. I know. learned two things from that documentary. Talk about it. I enjoy Andre 3000's voice, <laughs> his speaking voice. No homo, me too. And that. All men in America that have dreads should make them neat and braid to the back. Also, right. also learned that. Uh, that's right. what I learned from that documentary. Because <laughs> it looks nice. I learned Russell Wilson's son is like. Mm-mm. Come on, man. Let's talk don't about Russell Wilson's do son. That. <laughs> you thought I wasn't going to get up here and talk about Russell Wilson's son? I didn't Wilson's think you were going to be disrespectful about it. <laughs> is it disrespectful? Yeah, man. It's Future's so, child. So the word the is. dude's name is Future. His name is. <laughs> and, and he know who daddy is. I feel like stepfather. Step what? Stepfather. That's so disrespectful. That is Russell Wilson's son. He been raising that boy. They've been playing football they together. Come and find us. They've been at football they games. Find me. They're not gonna find me. I'm either. not scared of the Black Amigo game. <laughs> hey guys, listen, man. Listen, back to Russell Wilson's son. Cute kid. It's He's very adorable. cute kid. But now, um, I I was telling you before the show. I I think he was put in there a lot because. There was a, 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 a custody issue mm-hmm. as far as the time being spent when he's there. Um, the son had been coming home telling Sierra and Russell that he spends more time with grandma than he does with daddy. Yeah. So that's why I was saying it looks good on screen. You know what I'm saying? I would hope, you know what I'm saying, you're there for him just as well as you are for all your kids. Were any other have But it is other a stage documentary. documentary. Yeah. yeah, his daughter, his, his son. Daughter, his okay, son. well that's good because I would feel some type of way. Yeah, they were all only... around him. I, from the documentary, I saw Future. I, I, like, I always thought Future was going to be a dick. Um, I, he looks like a humble guy to me. He uh, definitely a hard-ass worker. Guy. I got I like that, that from that, that he's a hard-ass worker. And uh, That might be his business life. Very hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His personal life could just be in shambles. Possibly, and he uh he has sex with a lot of foreign looking chicks. I noticed that too. I was like, foreign, wow. Is there another word we could use instead of foreign? Yeah, that's that was a scene on the yacht oh. when I was like, <laughs> that was a scene on the yacht when I was like, there is not a single um black of girl. Color? Yeah, there's not a single black. Nah, they girl had some color to them. They just wasn't black. Uh, okay. There's not a single black girl on this boat. So yeah, foreign might be the right word. Yeah, okay. definitely. He but he ain't impregnated one. I tell you that because he likes black women. I, you know what? That, let me ask this question: If is it that the black man sexualizes other women and 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 because we talked about this this week? So I'm, oh, now yeah, I'm we thinking like, are we sexualizing Latino? Um, are, are we? Sexualizing Latino women and and really wanting to covet black women more so. I don't think so. I think it like is in the videos in the in the um, you know what I'm saying like yeah. like as you watch it. them on the yacht, they just smacking them on the ass and treat yeah. them like meat. Honestly, 
That's a different type of lat- that's a different type of woman though. Them women know what they getting themselves into. But why not put it like it's some black women want to be on that boat to too. It's some black women want to be on there. Well, where True. was it located? Where was the boat boat located? Miami. Yeah, man. So I can Miami, tell it was kind of Miami. Cuban Central. Yeah, you're gonna get a certain um, demographic. A great argument. But I do think black guys like Latino Latinas, and I think Latinas like black guys too. I think they don't really like Latino men, Latino men as much as they like it's black all men. Because of the stereotypes. I think certain types of Latino women like black guys. I like. I think this is my mind. I think Afro Latino women and from Afro Latina descent like black dudes. I think more so. Um, what do they call them legally? Uh, uh, of Latino of Latino descent, but they can be counted as uh, Caucasian, like like people from like Mexicans. Oh yeah, yeah. I, don't like, think, I think Mexicans I don't, don't like black dudes a like name that. Name for them, but it was just, they just look white, but they're yeah. Latino. Yeah, Latino. I don't think Mexican women like Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Like certain, I think you're right. I think it depends I, I think on the area on you come you, from. Like you from anything that's like. Uh, let's say Mexico, uh, South America. I don't think they like black guys, but if it's like Dominican, Puerto Rican, uh, any type of Islander, I think they kind of into black people because they have the African roots. Yeah, yeah. But um, I mean that's my takeaway. It didn't. A lot of times in those communities, those two are mixed. They also raised around them. Yeah, fucking Brooklyn and Puerto Rican. Yeah, like you got a, black. Well, especially Puerto in Harlem, Dominican. like. There's Puerto Ricans in Harlem and blacks in Harlem. Like, yeah. That's the community. It's a brown community. So, but um, that was hot this weekend. Nick Cannon and Dame Dash sat down to talk. Speaking of Harlem, talk about it. Harlem <laughs> in the building. Best dressed niggas come from Harlem. <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> Best dressed niggas come from ATL. I'm not going back there with you. Oh, no, nah, we're not going back I'm there. I'm not going down the rabbit hole. I feel like that rabbit hole is coming. <laughs> Um, I, it was a, it was a lot to take away from Dame Dash said a lot of heavy shit. Yeah, he did, man. Dame Dash said a lot of heavy shit. When Dame Dash talked, I, I was I was listening. Yeah, uh, he was handling Nick Cannon ass too. But definitely, man. Dame Dash had but a, Dame Dash. I've seen Dame Dash um three times before this. Really, like where I felt like I could give an opinion on him. Um, the first. Was when he was in Def Jam, he was snapping on everybody because they uh, did something with Jay Z without him knowing. They spoke about that. And then the second time was the Breakfast Club interview. He was getting on Envy and Charlamagne and Yee because they weren't bosses. And the third thing was the Lee Daniels shit. Uh, this one, I felt like I really got to know him. He definitely a hustler, hustle, probably hustle of best hustler of all time. He definitely got that mentality. He's a uh, and then I mean I know it's kind of like you know the Fifty Cent and all that shit. 50 Cent and uh, Funk Flesh shit. But one thing I took from the interview was two successful black men having a conversation about business in, in the industry that they're in. Yeah, because so it, 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 it'd get messy to the end. Yeah. Now, there was a lot of things thrown Jay-Z's way. I've never heard Dame Dash really ever say Jay-Z's name out of his mouth. Yeah, you usually don't talk about Jay-Z. speak Jay-Z. on it. So this was the most he said some things that was kind of like, huh? That made you go like, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Normally, he'd be like, I'm not talking about that man. And I still don't feel like he did. But like like he said, did you, like the meeting you brought up, he said Jay set that meeting up. Yeah. Which I didn't know that to the future. So we never know what happened to the demise of Rockefeller. One thing I do know is that they're all still somewhat on speaking terms. Yeah. Um Dame Dash said a lot of shit to take away though, um, about how people turn the other 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 way in that industry when shit is going on. Um there was a lot of things that there's a lot of things that go on behind 
behind the scenes. Nick no, Dame no, and people turn the other other cheek. And now we live in a society where you can't rock like that. And so I I, I was thinking to myself like why are they why are they breeding the culture of this? Why is it why has this been going on for so long? You know what I'm saying? Why has yeah. it like we always say why why do the victims speak up now? Why haven't men been speaking up about it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's not the women turning the other cheek, it's more like the men turn the other cheek. Yeah. So why don't men speak well, up about it? Like what shit? I was saying before we cut the mics on, I was like, you know, guys sometimes probably feel like they want to stand out, but they know they got dirt in their past too. And they, they know if you start speaking out on it, your dirt about to come out too. Somebody be like, oh, it's funny you feel that way. Because when you was touching my ass in the, this video, you wasn't sounding like that. Or when you was disrespecting me with uh, sending me rude text messages, you wasn't sounding like that. That's a that. great point. That is an awesome point. So it's, sometimes right. it's like I want to say something, but then I don't want to incriminate myself as well. No, that's an awesome point. They also, and then another thing you say they touched on, um, that's an awesome point. I can't even go back and forth with you on that because it's like, you right. Do I want to put my name on the line? Yeah. Because you know I know I got out. shit too. You know it. You know what I'm saying? Because we in the era Am of people I digging shit up. Yeah. People will dig some shit up on your ass real quick. Am I ready to let my shit go, go, go to front street to protect, you know what I'm saying? This this young lady, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Has you even seen the R. Kelly doc? I don't think Sparkle really spoke up for her niece like that. Nope. You know what I'm really. saying? She kind of just like, I. Right, she know. said just enough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm fade to black because Sparkle was part of it. She knew that shit was going on too. Oh, that was a whole ring, and I was really I w- I didn't want to go back down that rabbit hole. That was a whole ring. Um, Dame Dash was spotted in the Fiesta video. Yeah. So, but his name is not on any of that shit, and those songs were recorded in in the Chicago studio. Yeah, Nick Cannon totally avoided the question about working with R. Kelly, and Dame called him on that. But he totally avoided the question. Well, I got to give it to him. He did it. <laughs> he, he totally avoided it. Um, I'm like him. I've, I I agree with Nick, and this is what I will say. Not wanting to go all the way back in with the R. Kelly shit. What I will say is. Even though I knew the girl was 14, I think I said this last week, I was young at that time. On top of the fact, once you see a documentary that detailed, that's when it really starts to hit home. Like, oh, it's like that, like yeah. that, like that. Like, Who like, knew it was that bad? Really? Like, like, damn. Like, sometimes details get niggas. Like, yo, he fucking a 15-year-old. Oh, that's nasty. No, nigga. Like, he does this shit. Like, no, yeah, yeah that's nasty. And it's like, no, let me break it down for you so you can understand. It's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, he's really nasty. That what was the girl's name? Van Lauren, the one one of the girls that was uh, the one that was uh, in one of the videos. She said she was on Breakfast Club this week. Is that the Lori one? Yeah, Lori or she's something like. She's doing a whole thing. I think she was on Red. Yeah, Table she's Talk been doing too. a whole rollout. She got oh, a book or something. Oh, that's coming. the one that's that the did the threesome one. with the fourteen year old. Yeah, yeah. She was basically just saying like when did people the were just making jokes about it, huh? Did the Red Table Talk come out with her? Yeah, I think it's out, or it's going to be out this week. Okay, I meant to watch that. Oh, oh that's the Jada Pinkett shit? Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn, I got to listen to that. Yeah, she did it with, her, with them. But yeah, she was just saying people were making fun of it more. Like, you had the Dave Chappelle skits and shit uh, about the R. Kelly thing, and she said people weren't taking it serious. They weren't advocating. They were yeah. just like, oh, gross, he peed. Okay. Yeah. And, and so, just like, R. Kelly, a nasty-ass nigga. Yeah, and, I, and that's why I'm saying I think Nick Cannon was avoiding the question. Like, he knew... But he wasn't paying attention, and like the rest of America, now you know, and you're like, yeah, you're right, Dame. I, I shouldn't. I. Sh-. But everybody don't think, you know, what I'm saying, like Dame being in a position he in, knowing Aaliyah, 
her telling him the explicit details of the relationship and saying, yo, just yeah, chill. I ain't fucking with that. You man. know what I'm saying? Just chill. Don't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I was old. I'm trying to let it rock. All right. You know what I'm saying? I won't speak on it because of you, but I'm not fucking with that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think he kind of like, he loved Jay-Z out on the island. Um, but besides the drama of the back and forth with that, um, I, before I even get into Funk Flex, Flex and 50 Cent, the conversation was rich because they did talk about business. That's oh, yeah. where the conversation started. Yeah, you 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 really could have learned something from that convo between them two guys. Like I said, two successful black men in that industry, and they were talking about um, building businesses, building business relationships, building things that could be passed on generationally. Because that's something that our 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 culture doesn't have. Definitely not. Um, Definitely not. And and. I think he gave a whole lot of light to, light to that. Um, how people were busy selling records, he had moved on to bu- building businesses and selling businesses. I don't think people think about how heavy it is to actually start something, build it up, build the equity in that, and then sell that. It's like a, it's like a house. You can always yeah, yeah. always think of your business like a you house. All the rich bi- uh, white men do. Do yeah, your business is like Shout a house. I'm my white friends though. I ain't down on y'all. <laughs> Your business is like your home. You build it up, you 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 get it worth so many millions, and then you sell it. Now, so yeah. I, I don't believe in selling every business that you you nurture. I you got Nike. Phil Knight still owns Nike. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos still owns Amazon. Um, yep. <laughs> oh, he'll never I, give that up. But but like uh, the people who started Jimmy Jazz and DTLR, eventually selling those off to Foot Locker. Yeah, I think those are great. Like. Don't, like that's that great. Happens. You got Instagram. They sold themselves to Facebook. Stuff like that happens. It happens, yeah. And I think that's something that needs to be heard, needs to be seen. Um, Dame was promoting his book. What was the name of the book? Uh, Culture Vulture. Culture Vulture. They talked about Culture Vulture. Leo, uh, and he explained more about <laughs> what he Cohen. meant when he says Leo Corn is a is a Culture Vulture. Just coming in, exploding the culture. It's like it's basically he don't want. I don't want to say Dame don't want to say it because Dame say he say everything. I think he's saying Leo is a white guy. He don't know shit about hip hop. Why is he in hip hop? Yeah. I feel like he would just say that. But isn't there a lot of white people in hip hop? There is. And that's the thing about hip hop. It's a billion dollar industry that no black people own, but they, they created it. Yeah. And that, that's that's been his rampage. Right. More ownership uh, with, with companies. Because as he even talks, you could kind of understand, like he had some bad deals in music where he didn't get the large margins for having... Rockefeller. I mean, yeah, they own their own label, label and put their shit out, but the the margins with the distributors had mm-hmm. to not be in, been there, and that's what he was kind of alluding to when they were having the business conversation. Yeah. Before they moved on and started talking about flex, when they moved on and started talking about flex, Pump I don't think master he, flex. I don't think he said anything wrong, but now I understand. Like, you can't take what he said about being a worker out of context and breeding employees out of context. Yeah. I think. Um, Fun Blaster Flex may be comfortable at 50 Knowing that I'm getting a salary Knowing that this is my one job And I've made the influences That I've wanted to make throughout my career Through having this job No, I'm not a program director But what if I don't seek to be? Yeah, exactly You can't be mad at someone for being Everybody content. doesn't have entrepreneur aspirations yeah, you know what I'm saying, and and you can't fault people for that. Uh, I think some people are the comfortable. Wouldn't work if everybody was an ha- entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, right. if they had those aspirations. <laughs> yeah, some people are comfortable with going in, 
making money and going home. Yeah, it's simple because I, as much as people talk about being bosses, something he highlighted is you don't know how to feel to pay yourself last to put up money. For a movie And you don't see that money For years Yeah Lee Daniels It's so far back On the On the back end You know what I'm saying Um that, Those are Those are major keys So I mean I don't think he was Talking bad about Funkmaster Flex But I guess he's saying Before you come at me nigga Yeah Look at where I'm at And look where you at And that's a That's a man thing Something he brought up I wanted to ask you did you want to start making money to get more girls? Uh, Is that yeah, a real thing with guys? Definitely, especially when I was in high school. I was making good money in high school, um, and I was like, "That shit." I don't know, man. Honestly, I don't want to sound like no no dog or nothing, but I feel like money do bring you women, though. It just naturally, women are attracted to money. It is a specific type of woman. That is attracted to money. I don't think they're attracted to money. I think they're attracted to drive. a provider, maybe. I think they're attracted to drive because men who make money got drive. But it depends True. on how you're making the money, how much money you're making, and if that's going to have an effect on the relationship that they want with you. Well, just Not to go down that well, just speaking, direction. Just speaking to you, Johnny, just in personally, yeah, I felt like, well, I don't know if when more you money, started working, yeah, did the vibe change with the ladies? Definitely. <laughs> my, my confidence was higher. But did the, did the vibe change with the ladies for you? Like, they were coming to eat like yeah. Even when I talked to like um like when I was talking to my girlfriend in high school, she even said she was like, you know, my friends said you had a car, you got a job. I should date you. Oh my god! You know, and so I and that's why I say I think I say this all the time. I think women are more so on the stability. Like they like they, they yeah. see stability. They see a man actually going out and working and making money. Yeah, has opposed to. You just show up to school fly. What else do you do? You just smoke weed. You slow up to school yeah. fly. This nigga actually out here getting it. I feel like women see things that they let, men they don't see. They let me see. run a cash register, baby. Yeah, I, I feel like women see. I, I feel like women put value in things that men don't put value yeah. in. Yeah, shout out to uh, Alpha Male Series, my homeboy on YouTube, dating coach extraordinaire. He says that uh, he says it's just natural that women want a provider, somebody that's gonna provide. And just knowing that that person could take care of you, not saying that they got to, but just knowing that, that person could take care of you one day. That's why. This is what's why I say yeah, they don't successful look, or driven men. They don't look at looks like we do. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's why you know what I'm saying you don't never hear a nigga like, "Yo, she gotta have a job, but she gotta have this." Yeah, or you be like, "How that nigga get that chick?" Like we always, damn, she fine. And they more like, you know, he he a nice looking guy. He got this. He could do this. He's a, he's aspiring to be this. I see him yeah. working towards this. True. Tell so us, we're lying. What Tell about us we the, lying. those who are um, participating in illegal ways to obtain their money? It's women that's into that, though. Yeah, yeah they I are, know, yeah, but yeah. they know that that's what it is. So well, that well, particular hold on. type of woman. Let's, let's not take. A, let's not. Let's not talk about how a guy is obtaining money. Mm-hmm. I think. Just money. Whether, whether you t- obtain money legally or illegally, because when we we as as a culture talk about illegally obtaining money it's always centered around drugs when that's really not the only way to up- illegally obtain oh, yeah, credit card scams and I wasn't talking just about <laughs> no 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 and, and you may not be talking about that but just for the listenership okay. hitting licks you know what I'm saying yes. just <laughs> either whether you work to make money or you do illegal things to make money getting up off your ass and going to complete a task takes drive and I think women look at that because when you date 
You've dated a nigga who didn't want to even get up off his ass to get a legal job, right? Correct? Have you been in those shoes? Yeah. And I believe there's women that's been in those shoes. And therefore, when you're in those standards, Nikki, no, 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 no. I mean, that's a victim of the times. You know what I'm saying? We've all been, I've been the guy that didn't want to get up and go to work extra hours. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And my woman is looking at guys who get up and work extra hours. Definitely. You see what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it, whether you make money legally. That's the fastest way you lose your girl. Whether you make money legally or illegally, I think they get, I think they look at you and say, you know what? He's got shit going on. He's actively doing things. I'll give it. You know what I'm saying? Whether those things be good or bad, he's actively doing things. Yeah. And so that's something that that gets a woman like, ooh. Yeah. Like Lawrence. When Lawrence used to be on the couch on Insecure. No, you didn't. I had to bring it up. That's actually a really good example. Yeah, she was tired of seeing him. She she loved Lawrence, Um, but she just was tired of seeing him. My nigga Jay Ellis. um, That's um, good. I'll, I'll give you that. Hey, baby, what were we going to see yesterday? Oh, uh, skate room. Skate room. Skate room. Shout out yeah, my nigga Jay Ellis. Ellis man. Skate I can't wait to get my abs like Jay Ellis. Shout out Master Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I and then I didn't want to get too far off topic with with Dame Dash, but all in all, great interview. Fifty Cent called him, you know, whatever they called him, snitches, snitches. Um, so fifty a troll though, man. Just, I would yeah, never Vegas take anything fifty say serious. And, and Fun Flex needs to he's a, but chill out. Don't Dame, get me wrong, Dame Dash though, 50 older, is a good businessman too. Though Fun Flex don't want no smoke. One last thing. One last thing. And he call him, call him Mr. Chimney. Yeah. And that the same guy. <laughs> Pump Master Flex. I did have one one last thing when they were talking about the three things that uh, during their business conversation. It was it power, food, uh, guns. When they were talking about the three things that you need in life. Oh yeah, yeah. And um. Do you need power? What. Well, I didn't understand the power, power, but the food and the guns I get. Um, and just talking about having a pattern, I guess just talking about being healthy and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just being better. Like he was saying, there's a reason why we're fed the things we're fed and not taught other things. Mm-hmm. And that brings me back to that education hole. That's why I say that it, it. I feel like all the education after a certain point is just a setup. Because certain things need to be taught so you follow a certain pattern. Yeah. And it's it's kind of like the entrepreneur and the employee type thing. Some people yo, do need education to do st- do certain things in life, but some people don't. And those people, you need to teach another way. You need to teach them, like I said, a trade or teach them how to run a business, something like that. Yeah. So that 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 was the, those were my takeaways, our takeaways. If y'all haven't checked it out, Cannon's class, I will be checking it out more. I didn't know... He was doing like meeting with educators, doing like an educational type series. Yeah, yeah. I think because the episode I uh like started right after that one went off, it just went into another one. It was another girl, a young black girl, and he was she was teaching him something. But yeah, so he's really trying to educate people. So pay attention to Nick Cannon. Hey man, incredible. Need another podcast? Holler at us, Nick. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, same the day, same the Dame Dash. His network that he getting off the ground. You oh yeah. Content I don't know if I can work on the Dame though. I'm too, I'm too, I'm too nervous. That nigga cussed me out one time. Oh, you good, bro? I protect you. Man. I ain't gonna let that nigga talk to you like that. Um, something that we, something that happened is we Torre was accused of workplace sexual harassment. Um. Prime example of the shit you were talking about, Johnny. <laughs> Prime example of the shit exactly. you were talking about. Got on there. R. Kelly uh, yeah. <laughs> docuseries is going He was up there smiling in. on the R. Kelly docuseries. Like, you going down today. 
You going down today. Yo, this nigga's so guilty. <laughs> He's a nasty nigga, man. Yeah, man. Torre, man. This nigga's out here. Backstory, a little bit of backstory. Torre was on the R. Kelly documentary, basically showing his interviews with R. Kelly, giving his statements about R. Kelly and his opinions about R. Kelly. And then next thing you know, uh, a young lady pops up. On her Instagram saying, funny how Torre was on the R. Kelly documentary, but he was sexually abusing me. Mm. It was like, uh-oh, Torre. And Torre is a married fucking man, first of all. I know, right? <laughs> was he married during the time? Hopefully they said he'd been not. married since 2005. Oh, well, he definitely was. Oopsie. So his wife asshole is pretty wide open. Oh, yeah, because a bro like anal. <laughs> oh, my Every time God. she farted, it sounded like a flute. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but my nigga apologized via the dms i'm trying to figure out so he goes what on miles jones shit talking about r kelly shit uh-huh already on the document yeah he's just speaking out and she come back two days later on uh, mouse jones mouse jones messy that and, and this like is black. Oh, this is her so own? her yeah so her um, dang her, uh, she's a makeup artist, and she used to work on him backstage. She's at Danny Makeup. That's D A N I Makeup. If y'all haven't seen the or read the t- t- the, the the Instagram shit she put up, she say, "But how Torrey, our at Torrey show, used to be sex used to, used to sexually harass me. How that work? Then she broke it down every Monday." I used to work with him on a show in 2017 and he couldn't stop asking me to do anal. How I look naked if I had sex over the weekend. <laughs> what it would be like to fuck me. <laughs> mm. What his cum would look like on my face. Mm. That nigga dirty. Ridiculous. That nigga is in the make. She up there putting makeup on him and he is getting it in. <laughs> exactly. I had to have Nigga the crew stay in the room with me while I got him ready. And when I left, I called HR. He got fired instantly. He wrote me a huge apology for doing that in my DMs. DM apology. <laughs> Still have it. He did a 2020 shoot in 2018, and I was there. He walked out. Told the producer that he was embarrassed because he was inappropriate with a staff member. He really mm. needs to take a seat. And I agree. He needs to take a goddamn oh, seat. Oh, yeah. That nigga's nasty. Yeah, that nigga get in the room. You need to take a seat, my nigga. Out here. Really it's hard being a woman out here. <laughs> it's tough, man. I'm because are figuring that out now. Because no, don't, don't say that. It's hard being a man some places, too. Because these old women do be hitting on the young men Thank at you. work. Thank you. And that's really inappropriate. Mail me, too. In a room by yourself. And come on to you. Yeah, they're they, not going to do that. Hold on, hold on. Time out. You said they won't do what? Hey, but the crime is the crime regardless. Hold on. You said they won't do what? Trap you in a room and come on to you. You don't think a woman would do that? I didn't say that it wouldn't happen, <laughs> but I'm just saying it's not as likely based on body type. Yeah, true. Don't but mean still. they wouldn't try to trap It still you makes in us room. uncomfortable. Yeah, okay. Okay. You, okay. Should, you might want to say something. Women in power. So we we'll get laughed Change at. We'll get women, laughed at. Women in power. Can use their power to get Don't sex from a man. Johnny's talking about old ladies at his job. Well, even then, back right. when I was at Champs, I let mean, me give sorry, you an example. I didn't want to put Champs down like that, <laughs> but uh, this girl was kept messing with me, and They're I told my manager, my manager laughed at me, so and that I was serious. Is the manager, 
but that's the thing. Why speak out? Because we know it's going to happen. Mm-mm. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Imagine being a woman of power, owning a business. Let's say you're 60 years old. You're not bad looking, but the, the young guy, the 30 year old guy you got under you is not really attractive. You. He's married, got three kids, mm-hmm. but you really want him. Hey, come in my office. I got a promotion lined up for you. You want the promotion? I want some sex. No, I'm good on the promotion. Now you going to work. Same thing a man would do. Oh, this ain't right. Oh, this ain't right. Can you stay late? Can you do this? These things happen in real life. Hey, if you just do this, you can make this problem being me go away. You know what I'm saying? That's somebody, just like a man, using their power to rape. I slept with her because I felt compelled that if I didn't, things at my workplace wouldn't get better. All of your well, arguments are valid. I'm just speaking from a statistical point of view. I, it happens more often with females. It does. And it happens more often where in the um, dynamic between the two, they're more likely to not necessarily say anything. Maybe they have a, a meeker personality. But my point or maybe that, it's a situation where... Um, you know that they're not really going to say anything based on your livelihood. I think if some old ladies are going to say something about the way you look, that doesn't necessarily make it a, um, that they're coming on to you inappropriately. I feel like you could say something to them unless it's a consistent thing. Like she said that this went on for a while. Well, my point, of, my point of that is saying that thing, the same thing can happen to a man and it could go on for, hold on. It could go on for a while. And like both victims, nobody's gonna believe the man either. That hey, she really fooled you into doing it, or you wanted to I do it. I don't agree with you, but I think there would have to be lots of evidence and research. Hey and man, I, I slept with my manager, but I didn't want to. She used her power against me. How how, how that's landing on anybody? Just like we don't believe victims. Just like just like everybody is but questioning the, the victims. Why victims are not believed. So I, because they don't I, say anything, and I feel like male victims would be treated the same way. But they should say something. No, they should. Considering the fact that we live in a society where you're more likely to believe a man over a woman, anyway, I think that men should say something. But in the case of a man being raped by a woman, how does that? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know, but that's a whole other rabbit hole. Focusing on just what we're talking about, it's less likely to happen. I took it down that rabbit hole because, like I say, it goes both ways. It does, and yeah. I'm glad that you guys can say that, but you also have to think about it on a broader sense. You guys are now more um, knowledgeable, and you know a lot more, but there's still people out there that it's not happening to men, and it's only happening to women, and people feel very strongly about that. So You still can't necessarily denounce victims and still try to insert, well, it happens to men too, Handle what is actually being said. If women are saying stuff, then handle those too. That's I think why the, I think the problem with the I think the problem with the women thing is people society sticks up for the actions of men, and 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 I don't understand why that is. I was saying, and I've been asking this question for a forum topic: Why do men always always stand up for the actions of men? But as I watched this go down, men everybody stands up for the actions of men, just like we're saying that's discussing. For Torre, we also sat here and had a conversation saying, well, what was their relationship? Yeah. What led to this conversation? It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. But you start thinking, like we talked about earlier, man, I've had these conversations too. I mean, I felt like they was consensual. Maybe they not. Then say yeah. How'd this conversation start? You know what I'm saying? Now you ask more questions because now when you start to get information on things like sexual harassment, you start to 
Think about your own past transgressions. And then now you're starting to question yourself. And in questioning yourself, you start looking at the situation and saying, well, you know, I said something like that to a coworker, but she laughed and we kind of went back and forth. So what happened here? What went wrong here? You know what I'm saying? Did I kind of do the same thing and she laughed just to laugh? And so now you don't know. It makes it, it makes it, it makes it hard to move about in your regular life when you start thinking about shit. You like, like now you go to work, you say, hey, she just made a dirty joke. I mean, I'm not taking offense, but I want to make one back. Can I make one back? Is it okay to make one back? No, no, no. That shit was, that shit was extreme. Yeah, his (laughs) jokes was really. It's very situational. It is very situational. The but way, I don't think it's wrong way, to ask a question though to be like, I, like to just say, "I wonder what their relationship was like." I don't think that's wrong. I, th- I don't uh, think yeah. that's being like, you know, blaming the victim. I think I through just, his apology, you just wanted you more information. See, do you through his apology? Do you see that kind of maybe they wasn't that cool? I think so. And then he ran out of the other shoot, so like you kind of see like, yo, they they maybe yeah. they wasn't that cool. And I don't know if he feels bad because he lost his job or he feels bad because he really feels bad that he was, you know, saying raunchy things to her. I think he feels bad because it's now out in the open and he thought it was dealt with behind the scenes mm. because he just as quickly could have made that apology in person instead mm-hmm. of walking out on the set. Yeah. Yeah, he did walk out on set. He's so, ashamed. Ashamed. Exactly. That shows that you were ashamed for the things you did. Instead of coming up and being like, hey, I know we got to work together. I really am sorry about that. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever I said. What type of. No, yeah, that's he true. I mean, that's, out a, that's a real adult thing to do. decided to write something in his DMs, which yeah. is fine. What type of work climate is that where you can just talk like that? I don't know. Like, that that's kind of <laughs> extreme. Like I said, I've been around places where we talk about, like, sex and shit like that, but nothing that extreme where we, like, directly talking to, talking to sex about, like, with, a, with another coworker. Except for, like, my situation earlier where the girl was kind of going a little bit too far, touching my balls and shit, and I ain't like it. But you didn't tell her that you didn't like it, did you? Nah, I was scared of her, honestly. I think it's because the way we... Scared of her doing what? Huh? Well, I just was scared of her. She was older than me. Scared of her doing what? I thought she was going to like, um, like I didn't want to seem like a bitch. So that is a great point that you made because now instead of feeling like you need to stand up and, and, and be, uh, very upfront about the situation, you're more worried about how you are going to be looked and perceived. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like you could have taken an opportunity that, and then, and then but it, just like and when then I he told report it, and, and then, then I was, was a bitch. Pre- and yeah, he was a bitch when he was, <laughs> and when it was reported. So it's a, it, 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 it's Take the L. You stood up for yourself. You don't want to be. Well, nothing happened. She still is working with me. and It's written down in HR. So if you say something else, if, if it happens at another time. Nah, he didn't write that shit. It's down, documented. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they go to he HR. He didn't document that shit. My fucking manager was trash. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, what you, he's like okay, man, you need well, some pussy. Instead of uh, <laughs> breaking down and making feel people like they can't say anything and nothing will happen if they do, let's. Uh, divert away all right yeah go ahead and speak out it's a different time now this is back in 2007 yes. please speak out so you never know oh yeah it's definitely a different time yeah you, you if, I, if i were to say something now it might go to hr you ain't saying shit nowadays just go to work and shut the fuck up yeah i, I got caught looking at a white girl's uh, ass at work and i was like oh i hope she don't tell nobody hold on the reason why i say that is i have white people ask me every day is that racist what i just said you know why they asked me they wouldn't ask me that 10 years ago at least they try to be, you know. That's fine, but if something happened and it was racist, hopefully you would say something. No, 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 no. But I'm just, what I'm saying is, because of the climate, 
now it's like you get that question asked. Back right. then, nobody asked. Uh, moving forward, where do we want to go with this? Uh, <laughs> just to let everybody know, if you haven't been keeping up with the news this week, Centoya Brown, a young lady in Tennessee, was granted her clemency. So she's due out in August, I think August 6th or 8th, one of those. That's what's up. I was trying to look at the definition of clemency because I was trying to figure out what the difference between clemency and pardon is. You got the definition so of clemency So I think pardon, I think clemency, she's off, but she's still a felon. I think pardon, they pardon the crime and you're not a felon Oh, no you more. get a job. Oh, that's probably I think that's what that is. Accurate. But hey, I don't know. She's just probably happy to be home. Jewel Santana She'll tied the knot with uh, Kim Beller this week. Hey, good for them, man. The weekend diss this boy Drake. That wasn't no diss. That wasn't a diss. Everybody hide a baby. Everybody hide a baby. That wasn't no diss. Might still be mad about the writing credits from Take Care. Shit. But now nah, that wasn't no diss. Money. <laughs> oh, sorry. Clemency just means it's mercy. So she's still being considered a um, murderer or a felon. A felon when she yeah. gets out of prison Damn. as opposed to a pardon it completely as if it never happened and that you weren't found guilty or whatever. I'm a damn good guesser. All right. Yeah, real good. <laughs> what else y'all got? We got uh Jeff Bezos is getting a divorce. Hey man, that's about to be uh, the most expensive divorce ever. You know what? I bet you she signed a prenup. I'm not going to lie. Nah, what well, they've been together 20 years. I think married they were together 20 years. 25 years. But how long has he been in the money-making business? Not necessarily Amazon, but... Certain niggas... Businesses. I feel like entrepreneurs and men who create companies, they do prenups regardless of if their company makes one million or, in his case, like a billion. Hold on. I'm I'm going to say something. Oh, Lord. So just... (laughs) <laughs> so just pretend like you didn't say it <laughs> Pretend like there's not a feminist in the room Oh okay yeah, Take, take your right. feelings out of it <laughs> Certain <laughs> niggas shouldn't, shouldn't cheat <laughs> Oh yeah definitely Certain niggas are not made for the game It's sad that it be Cause it's a game That nigga was not made for the game him and fucking Tiger Woods. Oh yeah, Tiger now, Woods I is horrible. I felt like Tiger Woods is more of a cold-blooded nigga because he had a lot of women. Tiger Woods a fool. I remember that shit. We left the girl the voicemail. It's like, hey, uh, my wife found your uh, found my phone. Uh, she found out that we've been uh, talking. Uh, just delete the last message I sent to you. Delete all those messages I sent to you. That was actually a pretty good Tiger Woods. <laughs> Like, come on, like, Jeff is like, like, his dirty talk was like, I want to wake up in the morning with you, get coffee and read the news. Oh, yeah, Jeff, I bet that pussy got wet as hell. (laughs) He also sent some, um, he sent some photos as well. (laughs) Oh, 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 Jeff sent the news? How do these Cheetos look on me? Yo, shout out Jeff for sending the news. How does this Cheeto and plaid combination look? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, nah, he sent some racy pictures as well. Oh, she sent some back. No, he's got you. Got to be the corniest nigga alive to tell you a side piece. I will piece. take a corny man with 144. Tell you a side piece. Dollars. Oh yeah, money don't matter though. Coffee and the paper. <laughs> you know how many girls are tired of laying down with their sugar daddy? They want coffee and the paper now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Honestly, like, that's all I gotta do. He knows how to run game. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein made where. me say, "Call him daddy," and look in the mirror <laughs> while he jerked off. Jeff Bezos just wants to drink coffee with me. Did you just bring up Harry Warren? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yo, like, Jeff. 
Jeff, my nigga, hopefully he learns a valuable lesson from this. I hope they do take half this nigga shit. She becomes the richest woman in the world because that's what they said was going to happen. Definitely. If she gets 70 billion, she's yeah, up there, she's bro. She's the richest woman in the world. I know so Oprah, Oprah pissed. I know Oprah mad. Like, ah, these. And the, the, the Walmart uh, daughter, she probably pissed too. She so, I mean, first of all, Oprah forever <laughs> richest woman in my heart. Second of all, uh, Black Queens, Oprah. But second of all, I hope he learns a valuable lesson from this shit. And if he don't, what is the valuable lesson? Nigga, don't you, 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 <laughs> Jeff Bezos, you do not need to be cheating, my nigga. Not you. Hey man, <laughs> you are not built fall out of love, it. though, man. I mean, yeah, and, and, and he's not built for the game. <laughs> so <laughs> get the fuck out of here, Jeff, with that shit, man. You're killing me, Smalls. Oh man, he should get my dunce medal, but he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why I was at. Uh, did, did we? Did we? Did I miss anything? Did we cover everything? Did I miss everything? Oh, we got anything uh, else that happened? Kind of. I just wanted to talk about Julia Michaels. She got a book coming out, and she oh, basically she slammed uh, the keto diet, which is a big diet right now. A lot of people going on keto. So she, and she didn't. She didn't say anything negative. She was just saying that she doesn't see how you can sustain a lifestyle doing keto. A lot of people say that. And so yeah. where does Al Roker come in? Al Roker, he, Al Roker he lost a lot lost of weight, weight off, off keto. keto. And he's like, I've been doing it for years. And he's saying, I sustain a lifestyle like that. that but he kind of went state. in on her because he like went a little bit too hard. He was just saying, uh, I'm not going to take advice from somebody. Um, who was basically because on the uh, Biggest Loser, which she was a host on, yeah. they were feeding the uh, them like diet pills and stuff to help them lose weight faster. Oh, I didn't know that. And so he's basically saying, "I'm not going to take some." You know, I eat a diet pills do like not that. work, people. Just let okay, know. I could see how he came hard on that. But as far as research goes, I think that the the percentage of people who are able to sustain it is a pretty small amount. Yeah, me too. Me too. But that's any diet. I think. Can I? Yeah, I was about I to interject with that. Any so diet. Maybe like talk more about like personalizing whatever works for you. She did she did personal yeah. No, I'm talking about Al Roker. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he went seemed really to hard like on be her. the spokesperson for keto. Yeah. When he could have just and, said, uh, Hey, it works for Andy me. Cohen too from Bravo. He he said something about her, but she she clapped back on him real quick. She posted some shit that he had said about Savannah Guthrie. Shout out to my white cousin. Um <laughs> but basically Savannah Guthrie had went keto and uh, Andy Cohen was like, oh, uh, you're so stupid for going keto. But then he tried to go in on Julia Michaels for going in on keto. She's like, didn't you tell Savannah she was stupid for doing oh, she keto? Shut that down. Yeah, so he was Wait. out the conversation. But Al Roker and her had a little back and forth. Yo. But, I mean, shit, you the healthiest dude here, dude. You ever try keto? Nah, because uh, one thing I did learn about diets, you want to practice a lifestyle with when you do make lifestyle changes, you want to find something that works for you, eh? It's something that you're going to be able to sustain throughout your lifetime. And yeah. a lot of diets, like you said, they don't really work. The term diet, you know what I'm saying, alone, they don't really work because they're not sustain. They're not sustainable. You know what I'm saying? It's just not something you can sustain. Most people can't sustain yeah. not having carbs. You know what I'm saying? I don't want the bad breath. Yeah, but I Jenny, found out why once you hit Chris. Ask me. I did keto before. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But it definitely get the white. Uh, the I don't know off. about my breath. Oh, you didn't hit ketosis then, or whatever it's called. I guess not. I did it for like <laughs> three weeks. Oh, you might. I'm pretty sure you dropped a lot of pounds because yeah. it, it works. But I also love carbs, and so the minute I had a carb. It was just fall off the wagon. Yeah. So that's why I don't think it's sustainable because I love carbs. A lot of UFC fighters do uh, keto. It's good for like it's good. that. Like uh, like like when you um, that's like no carb. Like it's like when uh, people who oh the Atkins diet. 
Are they Atkins Atkins. Yeah, certain diets like when people do diet certain diets it may be for certain things like when you talk about athletes doing it that may be the cut weight for a fight I think yeah. Al Roker did you know it for his health and like, that's the right, hardest part of your training is to train and then eat on a diet where you're cutting weight because now you don't have the same energy that you would have if you were uh, consuming carbohydrates yeah. and, 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 uh, and um, starches I feel you so yeah a lot but of I mean, whatever do. works for you. Exactly, man. And I know they got a, they got a keto documentary on Netflix. I watched it. It was just kind of weird to me. Like they were throwing butter all over broccoli and shit like that. That's what they felt like high fat. But yeah, because they want. You, I guess your body's you teach your body to burn the fat and not the carbs. I think is the basis of it. Um, but when I found out once you hit ketosis, your breath starts stinking. I heard that. Shit. I was so like, that I, was I'm, the good. Only thing I'm good. I'm good. But on? you know, my boy Master Jamal been telling me Whole Foods is just. Concentrate on whole foods. Fuck a diet. Whole foods. You just yeah. don't want to put no processed shit in your body. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Your your ingredients are important. Um, you do a lot of reading. So if you are gonna buy anything packaged, you want to read the package. Make sure yep. you know what I'm saying. Uh, rule of thumb with my I know my dietitian at my job. Six ingredients max. Anything over six ingredients, then it's it's heavily processed. You may not want to eat that. Um, and then another thing with diets is also accepting like I like cereal. I'm not gonna not eat cereal forever. So I I, I have cereal from from time to time. I think people gotta realize like you know you gotta find that healthy balance in media. Exactly. And I think that's the problem. It takes years to find a healthy balance on living life and being healthy. So yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna try to get into too. Once I'm done with this six week transformation, I think I'm gonna do two cheat meals a week. And maybe try to either do wine or two drinks a week. Hmm. Good goal. Yeah. I definitely want to sustain, but I don't want to be a you know. I want to have a good time too. <laughs> I want pizza. Of course. I think I kind of learned. Yeah. I think I think 2018. I was I was able to learn how to do it. I had to go pick up some uh, bitty panellos or for uh, Postmates. Oh, I was so mad. Yeah. Well, you're six weeks over. That's Ooh, exactly you what I'm that, having. didn't you? Heck yeah! All in my car. I had to drive that bitch all the way to Queens College. <laughs> I was like, meet me outside, bitch. It <laughs> 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 should sound like a motherfucking fight about to happen. <laughs> I know. All right, man. Um, anything else before we move on to the forum? Uh, do you want to do CIAA? Just a quick note: CIAA oh, is yeah. leaving Charlotte, going to Baltimore. Peace. We gonna miss you, CIAA. It's been real. Yeah, man. Bye, CIAA. We got to figure something live, out. Live, Maybe it's time to do the movie live fest. Your better li- live a regular life. Ooh, don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Niggas will find something to do. Get the Miak. Let's go. Get the Miak. Oh, yeah. It'd be nice to have the Miak here. The Miak here. That's can, a little bit. Can y'all elaborate on what that is? That's, another, that's, the, uh, oh, that's no. where A&T's conference. Um, Miak. So it's another Miak black Charlotte. college conference. Okay. <laughs> that's about as much elaboration as you get. Um, right. I, if there's nothing else, we're going to dive into this form. That's what's up. Shout out oh, to the okay, form. Okay, 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 okay. I'm excited. Me too. Oh, uh, when I snap oh, on them. No, oh, that's right. Intro. Oh, okay. I, I put the snap on them. You know what I'm phone. saying? Hold on, hold on. Where the bars at? You know me. It's LG on the mic. The form is tight. No, you lost the stuff, dude. I, I, you used to be able to spit that. You used to be able to spit that fire <laughs> off the brain. <laughs> You used to be able to spit that fire out the brain. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> you lost a step, man. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, the I think you should be the best rapper. Uh-uh. Best rapper alive. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, all that. Um, 
this week's <laughs> forum is brought to you in part by Miss Nikki, and the topic is dating myths. So I kind of, um, I didn't flip it, but I just wanted to be a little bit more elaborative so you understand. So I'm going to give you guys some statements that people talk about when they're dating. Either they have conversations about it or just like over years, however long, these are things that you think of when you're associating with dating. Either we have conversations with people on how to's, what to do, what not to do. And I want you to tell me if you think it's a reality, meaning it's still true, or if you think that it's a myth and people need to stop talking about it. I'm scared. Don't be scared. Okay. They're pretty general. Like, I, you know I don't get crazy. I got you. I All got right. You. So the first one is, Men, Ho- hold on, hold on. I got a question. Okay. Are we supposed to be telling you if it's a myth or not? Yes. Okay, cool. Tell me if it is true or false, meaning a reality still to this day. Okay. And if it is a myth or not. And if it is, I would like you to tell me why do you think it's not true or true. So basically, just trying to argue yourself. You guys like to argue with each other. Hopefully, you guys feel different about a lot of this stuff. I doubt it. So now, are we ready? Let's do this. You're right. You both are. Special, so you guys <laughs> both might think that none of this is true. Um, men don't like it when women ask them out on a date. Hmm. I'm gonna go with false. Uh, I need do you context. think it's reality or do you think it's a myth? I think that's a myth. I need context. I would like for a woman to ask me out. Is this my girl asking me out? On a date? No, oh. this is a woman coming up to you in a bar, all right, and asking you oh. out. Okay, and so she hits you with the maybe we should link sometime. <laughs> Is that right? So, oh, oh, yeah. So the myth is that, or the statement is that, usually men don't like it. Oh, men want to do it. the be the first person to I make the it. first move, and that's a myth. I love it. <laughs> come, come, come! Tell me, let's go hang out. Somehow I think I'm I cool knew. with it, but part of me is not cool with it. If we like, if I'm just hanging out with my boys, you walk up to the table and try to holler at me. Why not? Um, uh, cause I'm just I'm trying to have a good time. I ain't really in the mood for that right now. Are you serious? Yeah, ladies, I'm always in the mood for women. Fe- how do you think that women feel? The why? same hold way. On, hold on. Why? I feel like women feel the same uh, way why? when a man walk I, up to him. That's why I don't holler at chicks. <laughs> You're not in the mood for women. He's not in the mood if for women with, to like, interrupt if we had, his like, man Like let's say time. me and my UFC. So if you crew, having homosexual time. No, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop. But you know, me and my UFC crew, shout out Ben, shout out Brad, man. We doing it this year, y'all. Over there rubbing each yeah, yeah, we chilling. And some girl walk up to our table and is like, hey, uh, just noticed you from across the room. Uh, I want to know if I can get your number. We can hang out sometime. I'll be like, yeah, here you go. Um, you know, but see, I'm just here with my boys, man. It's kind of a time we reserve every Saturday to hang out. So, you know, yeah. If we're ever out, my nigga, and we're watching <laughs> something and somebody attractive approaches me, our date is done. Who, me and you? Yes. Wow. Niggas ain't loyal. <laughs> See, and give I knew. Me, give me five minutes. I'll be right back to you. <laughs> See, the first nah. one I say, you both feel differently. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Okay. Shout out my nigga J-Mac. <laughs> so we're split down the middle that men actually would like women to ask them out and make the first move. Yeah, I just I don't want a woman hollering at me. You can ask me out if we like talking. Yeah, we talking. I just had oh, to ask you Okay, later on, but I week. don't want nobody coming up hollering at me because that that breaks my nervousness of <laughs> damn how I'm gonna get the number and you know swing so this if thing. You're so ever, she, she hit me with the yo, you trying to get a drink out the yeah. If you're ever out, don't approach Johnny. 
I know. It's you know, it's been a few times. Because he is not in the mood. Well, we He's went out to there. uh where we go that night after uh Trivial Pursuit. They always No, uh shit, when we met Nicole. Oh, well, we were at Boardwalk. Oh yeah, Boardwalk. I could tell like this white lady that was the older white lady beside <laughs> me was like wanting me to talk to oh, her. She kept, like, <laughs> she kept like bringing up conversation, like trying to laugh at my jokes and shit, like oh sneaking in on my God. convo. So I switched seats with um, every white woman wanted. I switched seats <laughs> with Nicole and I was sitting beside um shit. Her friend Miranda. Yeah, yeah, Miranda. Okay. So, all right. So, Johnny felt real strongly about this. All right. So, the next myth or dating statement is that men should always pay for the first date. I think that's true. That is true. That is true. Yeah, you know, I, I, I got to agree that. with that. Okay, okay. I got to agree You're with that. You're a grown-ass man. Even though man. I don't want to, oh. I, I believe I should. First of all, if you're a grown-ass <laughs> man, I talked to my boy about this a couple of weeks ago. If you're out here in the dating world and you're dating as a man, and I'm just speaking to our listeners, if we got any listener out there that don't have dating money in his budget, don't date. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Don't date. If you if you can't take her out, if you can't at least buy the chick some coffee or something, yeah. like something. Can we mix then, the two questions you together? Because if she asks don't me date. out. Do I still have to pay for this date? That is what I was gonna ask as a okay. follow up. Like, do you? I think feel it's a like gentlemanly thing. I think I think it's a gentlemanly thing to do. I think it's a gentlemanly. I thing. I would still feel like I have to, and then I, would I would still really be like, God it. damn, I want to pay for this shit. You asked me out, <laughs> but yeah. So what about I, I, like the second I, or the third? What does the man continuously pay? It depends on the report, like the report you build with the woman. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Like it I depends on y'all dynamic. You know what I'm saying? Try to pay. I'm real. I'm real honest. I'll tell you, like, nah, I can't even link with you this weekend. I ain't got it. So it's on you for me. I don't. I'd be like, uh, let me make up excuses. I'm broke this week. Nah, I'll tell you. I ain't got <laughs> it. <laughs> let me make up excuses. You I know, ain't got it this week. We shit, can't. We, we, Titus we can't back. link. I ain't going to be to see you to 15th. We can't link. So if you really want to spend time with me, you're going to be like, yo, we can link. I got you. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm in the game. But okay. I'll let you know. I ain't got it this week. Shout we can't to jump link. man over here. <laughs> so the next one is that men should wait three days to call or text after a date. Ooh. That's so old. It is old I school. know, it's, it's old. old. Yeah, would, at 18. I, I would say that's a myth now. Cause <laughs> 16. Dating moves so fast right now. Right. If you don't, somebody's going to text her or call her. Is she so going to the club? Three day if, time? You, if you really enjoy she her, are you really trying to, inter- you got some interest in her, go go for broke. That's a dumbass rule anyway. Like, it's a woman. But she's y'all been heard getting, that before, right? No, oh, yeah, no yeah. I've heard that. But she's been getting hollered at all day, my nigga. Like, yeah. That's why I said everything goes so fast. You, you gonna lose. Okay. I like how y'all both feel real strongly about that. So don't wait three days. Do it as nah, soon as possible. Just do it. No. Um, okay. And fuck so, what she think if she think you crazy because you text too fast. Fuck you. Nigga, I'm just I'm communicating. You communicate yep. too. Shit. All right. So the other one that people talk about a lot is that you shouldn't have sex on the first date. Mm, I think that's a myth. I don't, I mean is it because people will think you're a hoe? Um, that that's more? generally where that comes from, I believe, that if you have sex on the first date, that you are like being very forward and that you aren't necessarily yeah. trying to build a connection or maybe that's just nah. what you're into. Yeah, I don't think that. I think that's a myth. I think you still build a relationship after having sex on the first date. Um, but also, it just depends on who you are. Some women don't, if they feel strongly about it, then they shouldn't. And some men feel strongly about it. I know men that don't want to have sex on the first date. Mm-hmm. And they feel strongly about it. I'm so. going to say that's the truth. I don't, I, don't, I, I, believe, okay. I believe if you're going to date, and um, I'm not saying it's the truth for me. I'm just saying this to our listenership. Um, 
I'm going to take that as a dating truth because if you want more out of dating, first of all, if you're like 20 to 25, 26, 27, somewhere in there, if you want to do that on the first date, then I say myth. Now, once you reach the age of 30 plus, you know what I'm saying? Because that little 26 through 30 age, that's what that was. Nah, my stomach was just growling. Okay. That little <laughs> that little 26 to 30 age, I'm going to toss up. That's I can't say myth or truth, but I'm definitely going to call it a truth once you hit 30. Okay. Because at 30, if you do it and you lose, you should have learned something from prior to about doing it. So it, give it, I would base it off your experiences. Like okay. I've had, I've done it on a first date with women and had long lasting relationships or friendships. You know what I'm saying? I've waited two, three months, got it, and shut it down right after. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? So it really depends all on the vibe you have with that person. But I feel like anybody looking for anything long term, there's a lot of other things you might want to get out the way first. So for my 30 and up people, I don't advise you. I don't advise you just jump right in there if you need more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want this to be... I don't advise you jump right in there. Not saying it, 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 it'll it help you to to wait, but since you're looking for a lot more than somebody 21, 22, 23, who kind of want a relationship, but at 22, 23, it ain't that deep. You ain't got no mortgage. You in college still. You about to get your first apartment. Like, you just want a boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. or a girlfriend. You're not looking to build something So if you do it on the first date, you'll probably keep kicking it with each other. More than likely, I don't have anything else to do but go work at Harris Teeter and try to get the, your next job. Like, right. like, that point in your life is different than 30 where you experienced a lot. And it's like, man, I smashed on the first date. I don't, her jokes ain't really funny like they was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> At the beginning of the night, like I'm good. Yeah. Then you know, you 30, you got baggage. Ah, uh, she don't do the same things Tasha used to do. You know All what I'm right. saying? Like yeah. you need that time. <laughs> okay. So you can you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tasha. Right. <laughs> okay. Y'all, I, I really enjoy that y'all feel really strongly about these. Oh god. Um the next one is a pretty simple one. It's that <laughs> Why are y'all talking about Tasha like y'all know her? I know this one made it funny. I hate it. Okay, moving on. Um, opposites attract. Uh, I'm sorry. That shit was stupid. You guys are dumb. Yeah, y'all are has, messing up my forum. I'm sorry. Johnny All right, so opposites attract. Issue. Opposites attract. Hmm. Oh, man. Do opposites um, attract? I'm going to say no. Okay. No research. I'm just gonna say no. No research. But I say because I feel like you gotta have so com- things in common with people. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say it's a myth. I say you gotta have something in common with somebody for y'all to kind of blend. Like you can't be a reader and I'm a movie watcher. Like what we gonna do? Okay. You feel me? You could find movies. Maybe opposite that personalities. Maybe or books and then talk about them. Yeah. No, okay, let me do say this, because I feel like some relationships, when somebody has a strong personality and somebody has, like, more of a, um, like, they're kind of... A demure like, Yeah, yeah, like, they kind of help each other out. Like, the girl might be strong-minded. She's like, stand up for yourself, stand up for yourself. So, like, but introverts then, and extroverts. Yeah, he might calm her down when she gets mad at a restaurant. Oh, okay. like, hey, it's okay, it's okay, we'll just send the food back, all right? All right. Do you think that you would have a better relationship if you guys were, like synced like very very similar like had so many of the same things i think so it would probably be like falling in love with your best friend oh i think it's true opposites do attract okay 
um, whether it be op, you know opposites track. Well, do op- if since opposites track, do you think it it works better? Do it work than better? someone who is very very similar to you? I think it, yeah, it, it definitely works better. Okay, because the system of checks and balances there. Ooh, you checks know, and balances. two niggas who two niggas who get along too much when they disagree. Finally, that's gonna be that's gonna be like that's gonna be tragic. Be real serious. You know what I'm saying? I need, you know, find me a shorty that want tacos and I don't want that shit. <laughs> That's true. I need a shorty. I think it always comes know? I think it's starting to come down to like backgrounds. When I'm starting to like notice people that worked out, like I think it's like if you got a if you what, got like a, how it, they were raised? Yeah, like if you got a mom and a dad, um, you gonna work out better with somebody that had a mom and a dad too coming up. Mm. Cause it's like when it's just like let's say somebody raised with a single mom they don't know how arguments used to happen in their household. Like when there was an oh, argument, okay. you know, it's mom's mom's rule was everything. And then some people that grew up with a mother and a father, they saw that dynamic and they kind of know how to handle when like bad times come up or especially a situation compromising. Comes up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, you know, that makes a lot of sense. You see a lot more things that you know. Cause to I'm do not compromising because my mom don't compromise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You didn't get to see we that. We didn't have arguments in the household. You didn't get to see that dynamic. We had you do this. Yeah. Oh, you get the fuck out of my face. Johnny, it, that is so profound. It don't work. That's, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah, but sometimes one. it don't work because some, some oh, people yeah. are the dad's the head of the household and some the mom is like all, you know, the head of the household. So you might have a, a disconnect there, but yeah. Hence, that supports why when you're dating somebody, you need to really get to know them. True. Um. Okay, so the next one is that uh, you shouldn't live together while you're dating or before marriage. Mm, no. Says so truth. You think that's true? Y'all are really not agreeing on I would any say of these. Because I, I, I feel like you want to live with somebody and know how, what you're getting into. Um, Marriage is work, remember? Yeah, yeah. But still, it's like, damn, you get married, y'all move in, you found out this nigga uh, leave his toenails laying around and shit. So you want to find that out before you marry them? <laughs> <laughs> you're still marrying them, so y'all need to work on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can still work on that, but hey, you might find a deal breaker that you didn't know about. So like this nigga watches porn every day. I did Uh, not know this. I feel like if you didn't know that before y'all moved in, that's a problem. I believe when you get married, there's so many deal breakers. Like I believe you, you can't know. You got friends you've known your whole life, but you don't really know them niggas. And you always find out new shit about them niggas. Your wife is your new friend. And it don't matter if you move on with her on day one or day 90. She's going to have the deal breaker moment and you're going to have the moment where you got to work through the relationship. There's definitely the marriage. two times that you know your significant other more. And I think that's when you live together and when you go on a trip together. I think those are the two things oh, yeah. where trips you start, are always the funnest. Yeah. You always, most of the time you always find out a lot of stuff that you didn't to the last day. Like the last day of the trip things. always is bad. I don't know. At least for me, like couples trip. The last day is always the worst. I for think me. the worst day is always the first day. Oh, really? Yeah. The worst day is always. Nah, the first I feel day. like the first day is the best day. It's like, what? all right, we here now. Let's no. go. That's why I like trips with, with <laughs> joints. Just That's <laughs> why you got to figure the first day you're figuring everything out. <laughs> and if stuff goes wrong, you can't get settled. Then you're just aggravated for the rest of the trip. But that is true. If you have room, or something fucked up that sucks i feel like the last day hopefully you're on your way out last day i'd be depressed i'm like fuck going back to regular life so you pick a fight yeah like fuck this shit (laughs) you're the the reason (laughs) you're the reason this day sucks all right so that's interesting you both feel differently about that i mean if you guys plan on getting married Mm -hmm. because a lot of times what i see with people living together 
you know like I say you see it different from different angles. So the twenty, the twenty, I I gotta break it up because everything's different at different parts of life. The twenty to twenty six, shout out to demographics, is usually you <laughs> niggas are starting this life together from month six, seven, eight, and you're going half on these bills. Mm-hmm. First of all, if I'm if at that age moving in with somebody, I seen that. You know what I'm saying? You're you're making her your roommate pretty much, so you oh, can yeah. afford to live. So. I don't agree with that. You need to learn life separately. Okay. Commit, get married, move in. Now, 30 plus. Let's talk about 30 plus. You single, you 30 plus, you found somebody. Hopefully, the plan is to get married. But this is what I will say. If you're not going to marry a chick, don't make her your roommate either. I agree with that 150%. Keep your, keep your shit independent. So even if you do choose to move her in, which I, I advise against, don't split your rent with her, my nigga. Don't split your mortgage with her. Like, you need to be practicing for your future. Move yeah. her in, and she don't need to be having any extra bills. That's me, though. That's true. But you independent. Like, we all you, got, like, I got an aunt that's been, uh, I called a nigga my uncle. They ain't never been married. But do they have yeah. that agreement? That yeah, but, but I'm, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're going to do it, though, don't make her your roommate. Make, make, if you're going to pretend be wife, Make her your wife, pretend be, but don't make her your roommate. All right, now since you here, my mortgage four hundred, two hundred, two hundred, and then we need to split this. Nah, nah. I feel you. So nah. more of a partnership, treat not like, a, treat, not treat, a, treat, treat her like a wife, nigga. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Since you want to play house, play house, and play it right. Yeah, that's 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 my that's my view on that. Anyway, go ahead. All right, so I made a long list. So how much? How many more should I go? Oh, uh, I give you two more. Okay, two more. Like Make All them right. juicy. Um, <laughs> yeah, make them good. I mean, this was good. I, I mean, I, these are just myths that I found. I thought we was going to have a shorter episode, but these got good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, let's see. Um, men take longer to fall in love than women. Mm. Ooh. Mm. True. True. Very true. Very true. Mm. That's not a myth. Mm. If you listen, Johnny is really. That's thinking. not a myth. I, I really don't know. How, how is it that? That's not a myth. Okay. <laughs> I'm the type of guy that falls in love quick. Myth. I love that. So I, you know, speaking personally, I would say it's a myth. But I mean, gen- generalizing everybody, I would say. Um, you feel like the majority. Yeah, I feel like the majority of guys are not like myself. I've had a chick love me too. I soon. like chick I'd flicks. be like, yo, you can't move tell away somebody <laughs> that they're in love with you too soon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now that has happened to me. And I'm like, whoa. Because if I move fast and I think you moving fast, this is you really fucking yeah, moving yeah, fast. Yeah, you really fucking yeah. <laughs> but but uh, John Man don't move fast. so Oh, he definitely does. This thing, that nigga moves at a snail's pace. That, that's not happening anytime. So what do you mean? That you telling somebody They're going to give you the L the first year, the O the second year, the V the third year, and the fourth year, you finally going to get the E. Exactly. <laughs> 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 All right, we're going to keep it moving, though, because we already know that Jumpman has nothing to say. Um, I'm good. Love at first sight. True. Interesting. Uh, very true. I've mm. been in that. So I'm you disagree. don't want to say. You disagree? <laughs> oh, when so, I fall in so love, I fall in love. Look, so let me get this straight. <laughs> let me just clarify. Love at first sight is a matter of if it happens instantly, I do recognize it as love. But if you are trying to build a relationship with someone 
all of a sudden they have to spend probably the entire relationship getting you to love them. <laughs> that is what it sounds like. And then you're the opposite. You yeah. love fast, but if you don't, I don't think instantly... you can do it on the first date, though. Oh, okay. On uh, the yeah. first time I see you. Now, I've had some so infatuations backwards. at first sight. Them shits be great. So so maybe it's not infatuation. Maybe it's <laughs> oh, love. no, Johnny. You done had the infatuations. Of, like, you you been drinking. Oh, yeah, and you, definitely. And like, just like, oh, like yeah, just the white. Definitely be mad as hell. Oh, my God. Like, Drunk that night came in. I uh-huh. want you right. Like, yo, the infatuation at first sight. That is sight? funny, man. That yo, is funny, man. The infatuation man. at first sight. And she you played out a whole life on the first day. Both of y'all talking about it. Y'all fucked up. Y'all, uh-huh. every song, y'all sold. <laughs> like, yo, uh-huh. that's the type of deal that if you don't close it that night, that next day gonna be like, all right, we said a lot last night. Let's step uh-huh. back. Let's take this a little Definitely. bit slow. Like, damn. Especially niggas be wildin'. I remember one time in college, man, it's the girl I went to high school with. She had met, came up to tea and shit, and we was all hanging out. And I was just feeding her that bullshit. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, I don't know why I didn't talk to you in high school and all this shit. And um, I didn't get no ass. And she texts me the next day. It's like, hey, you, uh, you, you I see, felt that yo. way? I was like, uh. <laughs> the infatuation at first sight. <laughs> yeah, is, like, uh, you got to ride that way, boy. You got to get it and hit it hard when, yeah, you, when you get the infatuation. I forgot what I told sight. her, but I was just like, yeah. No. So I'm going to see you more <laughs> after this. Drunk. We're going to talk more after this. Sometimes I mean, you just got to be honest. You're like, nah, like, I was <laughs> fucked up, baby. Like, damn, we talked about what last night? <laughs> no, I, I said, just, what? I said, all that? Damn. Wilding out. <laughs> I said my uncle died. Damn. Shout out to uh, Tequila, Rum, Gin, and Vodka. And oh, uh, no. Cognac and Brandy. Yep. Okay, sorry. I have to do this last one and then we're done. All, All right. right. Bad sex means the relationship won't last. Yeah. Who? Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. Fuck bad sex. That's true. I mean. Bro, imagine every time laying down with your woman, you'll never nut. Yeah, okay. I was trying I'm trying to I tried to find to myself to, what bad sex was. Isn't there a way to work on it? You ain't never nut. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, if you ain't busting no nut, yeah, that's good. <laughs> but I tried to find myself cuz I mean, I had some bad sexual partners. I think it's different for I feel women like it though. It could have got better. Once y'all learn each other body, you I should think be Gucci. It may be a myth for women. Cuz sometimes with a man it may be just a thing of learning. And why can't that be the same thing for men? <sighs> if he ain't coming, Mm. Oh, up. so you saying if women ain't coming, they okay with that? I mean, Apparently, even if even like no, 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 on a man's end, I feel like he'll work with you if the actual sex is bad. But if the end result of that sex is no nut, on top of the fact you bad. Nah, you not working with you. But if I lose, even at least though I'm, you can't share with her what it is to improve it to get you, to I'm get not there. nutty. Nah, we, you know, to get you there. Period. I can see that. It's like you know, I'm just really embarrassed to tell you what I'm gonna need you to do. But <laughs> you, you stick your finger in my ass. Oh God! That is why I ended on that. Alright, man. I have no, more, ain't no t- I 2019 ain't no anal shame, man. You like a finger in your butt, man? Say it. Hell yeah, nigga. Ain't no anal shame. And that was this week four, man. We debated a couple of few, uh, uh, myths <laughs> out there, man. Write us, let us know what you think at kickashitpod um, at gmail.com or visit the website, hit the contact tab. Do we have awards, people? 
Yeah, I'm trying to yes. pull mine up. Oh, you got awards this week? You got all three? Yes. All right, cool. Let's see if I can uh, close this show out <laughs> in 10 minutes. Let's go, man. All right. All right, I guess I'll start, Great man. form, Nikki, by the way. Shout out to Nikki for the form. Thank you. I would like to keep it up. Come up with right. some other stuff. Thank you. Please do. All right, my real nigga of the week goes out to Meek Mill for telling these chicks to stop wearing the motherfucking lace front. Listen, I'm not happy about that at Let all. Let them know how it is, Meek Yo, Mill. You a real I, I can nigga. spot him now. You've been saying what now. everybody been wanting to say for a while. No, Yo, and the makeup job on the part, like fronts. the blend the part in, some some of y'all slacking. I don't even care no more. Just because you were introduced to that doesn't mean that you get to comment on it. <laughs> yeah. Tighten because up. Because that means that Meek Mill wants someone walking around here Looking a mess. He want to sew in. <laughs> I don't know the Does difference. Does he got sew in money? But I'm about, he got money. He can just get your head in. That's yeah. fine. And as long as he knows that that's what he needs to do. Because I would date Meek Mill if it meant that he get my hair done. True. I'm just being time. messy. I don't even know what a fucking lace front is. But I just thought that was some <laughs> real shit that nigga I'll said. I'll show you a picture. But that's why women were all <laughs> up in arms. Because they were like, wait, hold the fuck up. All right. Um, We got real nigga over there, Nikki. Um... Ooh, no, that's the one I don't have. Sorry. No, nah, you good. Uh, my real nigga of the week is the Milwaukee bus driver who seen an infant running along the highway. Oh, yeah. Stopped her bus. Got the, in Milwaukee, in a onesie, white infant running along the highway. There's a lot of problems here. Stops the bus, get off the bus, gets the infant, warms the infant. Come to find out the mother left that infant outside. So shout out to that bus driver. <laughs> For being that type Clap of person in the community Clap out there, up. saving young young lives. Now the uh, baby is with the father, so hopefully he's a better parent and boo that mom. Like leave yeah. your kids outside, nigga. I couldn't close the door if my I didn't. I couldn't concentrate on video games when kids was outside. I just went outside. Fuck it. Y'all outside. I'm outside. I gotta watch y'all. But uh, <laughs> that was my real nigga. Uh, dunce metal. Uh, shoot, man. I just want to hope I don't take any bodies. My dunce goes out to Lil Wayne for uh, his outfit at the uh, national championship, college national championship. Lil Wayne, as soon as I see him come out, I said, oh, they about to light his ass up on the <laughs> internet. Twitter had a ball. This nigga had on a fur coat, some tight like leggings, knee-high boots with the fur. He was all the way fucked up. And I'm like, damn, man, them drugs, man. They don't get you immediately. You feel good immediately, but they slowly just deteriorate your ass. And <laughs> yeah, you just do. start looking like that. They do. So, man, Lil Wayne, man, you got to work on that. Somebody, his people, let him come out. That's the sad shit. <laughs> Stevie Wait. Wonder saw that was a bad outfit. <laughs> wow. I mean, hold he on, just hold on, hold on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Nikki, what's your dunce? Um, so dunce my metal. Dunce is kind of interesting because the reason why it's happening is not my dunce, but just what the end result is, is what the dunce. So Tierra Marie had a revenge porn lawsuit against 50 Cent. The revenge, listen, I'm, look at where I'm going with this. So she lost because uh -huh. she didn't have any real proof. And I mean, when you put your business out for the public, Unfortunately, it spreads. So 50 Cent posted something that he had no business posting, but you know his whole big like get the strap thing. Uh -huh. So Tierra Marie owes him like $30,000 for her personal me, stuff getting put on the internet, which sucks. But then my dunce is 50 Cent because he's just a jerk. <laughs> and he commented and said 
Now, Tierra, you can cough up the money or you can go with R. Kelly and shit in a bucket. Ooh. Oh, he, oh. he put that on Instagram oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. talking cool. about whoa. his whoa. win. And so for me, he gets a dunce because that was a really asshole thing to say. That's so crazy. you don't get the real nigga award for that. Good. Oh, wow. All right, dude, 50. Like, Heard it here first from the KSP's in staff uh, feminist. That was real uncalled for. Anyway, yeah, okay, that was so kind of tough dance. though. So that was a little bit. I don't even want to say this too soon. You just can't say that now. You yeah, can't say it ever. It's yeah. bad yeah. enough she got to pay don't you. Care. Fifty don't care. Yeah, for you posting her stuff. My dunce is gonna go out to uh, weatherman Jeremy Capel. Oh no! I got some uh, on air footage. I want to pay for y'all real quick. Don <laughs> Lemon, take us in. <laughs> Viewer discretion is advised. Fuck Don Lemon. <laughs> oh boy. They gotta play it though. Jeremy Capel, the TV meteorologist in Rochester, New York, who lost his job after he used a racial slur on air, one he insists was an unintentional slip of the tongue. It happened last Friday. I want you to listen now and I want you to be the judge for yourself. Watch this. The way it looked out at Martin Luther King Jr. Park. A racial slur on air, one he insists was an unintentional slip. Watch out here again now. It happened last Friday. I want you to listen now, and I want you to be the judge for yourself. Watch this. The way it looked out at Martin Luther King Jr. Park. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, one more time. This. I hate it. The way it looked out at Martin Luther King Jr. Park. And I'm gonna do it one more time because so I did this. <laughs> I'm doing it for a reason. Self, watch this. The way it looked out at Martin Luther King Jr. Park. So that set off a firestorm on social media. The mayor and the city council of Rochester called for his firing. And after an, an internal investigation over the weekend, Capel was fired by WHEC. He joins me now from Rochester. Thank you, sir, uh, for joining us. So, all right, so before we get the conversation, you, you, you said that this, this was unintentional. Let's watch out here, Jeremy, real quick. That's correct. Explain to me, how so? Um, I mean, uh, the word that uh, many people thought they heard, um, you know, I, I, I don't know if I've ever said the word in my life, and I certainly know not in the last 20 years or so of my professional career. So it just wouldn't happen. I want to play this because I, I saw this, and I, I, let's play it, and then I'll give you my impression of it. Unfortunately, I spoke a little too fast when I was referencing Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. So fast to the point where I jumbled a couple of words. Now, in my mind, I, I knew I had mispronounced, but there was no malice. There was nothing that I could have. The tears. I had no idea the way it came across to many people. Is he crying? So listen, I thought that your apology was sincere. Um, that's my opinion, and I don't understand why you were fired. Again, we make mistakes. If it, uh, and if I uh, believe you, if you say that you haven't, that wasn't your intention, then it wasn't your intention. We all make mistakes. I played, I played the full thing, and I played what he said a few times, because some of you are gonna see it as a mistake. I myself see it this way. People in their private life say a lot of things and do a lot of things. And then in your regular life, it's so routine. 
that all it takes is one mind fuck to merge the two. So, I read the backlash on Twitter saying this could be easily jumbled. It's been done before. They used a Mike Greenberg reference. He did it. All right. Cool. Whatever. I said, let me listen to this. It rolled too smooth for me. Martin Luther King Jr. Now, I feel like it's a running joke with you and your friends. Man, they always Probably. talking about that Martin Luther King. You get what I'm saying? A little joke. You know what I'm saying? You say that shit at home. I'm pretty sure they got nicknames for everybody. All of us. Cool. You know what I'm saying? That's what you do at home. We got nicknames for y'all. No problem with that. But you need to be sharp when you on the air. Because that's when the joke is over. <laughs> that's true. So I played it a couple of times because it's like, he couldn't converge King and Coon and come back to say King. Martin Luther King, a uh, King. Martin yeah. Luther King, a uh, King. You can hear it for yourself. You can run it back for yourself. But that's where my dunce matter is going. It could have been a fuck up. If I would have believed it was a fucked up. I with you too on how, because I say chicken vagina sometimes to be funny. And then sometimes <laughs> when I'm really out, I'm like, can I get the chicken vagina? But uh, but yeah. When you at that I, business we network though. Yeah. Don't fuck up. It's exactly. a chicken vagina. <laughs> so I think if he was really fucked it up, he would have said Martin Lether Coon or something like that. Yeah. But nah, you know, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> chicken vagina. No bail here, nigga. <laughs> All right, man. Person of the week. All right. So my person of the week goes to City Cuts Barbershop in Cutstown, Pennsylvania. Hey. Oh, Cutstown. Shout out. Oh, man. I know where it's at. Okay. I thought this was pretty cool. So the barbershop there, um, they have little kids. They give you a $3 discount if you read a book out loud while they yes. cut your hair. That's pretty cool. That program is cool. Yeah. Is that Alvin uh, Irby? He's a former teacher. I don't know what this That's his is. barbershop? Oh, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. He All created right. that program. That was my person of the week. Oh. Aww. Sorry, man. I'll pay you. Continue, though. Was that it? Yeah, was that it? Sir. Oh yeah, that's it. That's All it. Right. All right, okay. go ahead, so, uh, Miss Nikki. Person of the week. My person of the week is uh, Marseille Martin, or Marseille. I think it's Marseille. Um, she is that uh, the young the actress in Blackish. Blackish yep. She is the now the youngest executive producer in Hollywood because she just um, is executive producing the movie that's coming out with Issa Rae called Little. Oh yeah. And well, she is executive producing, huh. so she. Uh, went in, she pitched it. It's her movie. It's great. It's the adaptation of that movie Big by Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. but now it's kind of flipped. And I am so excited for it to come out. I think it's hilarious. I think it's going to be really good. Oh, but yeah. the fact that she's only 14 and now she's executive producing movies. That's pretty cool. And she's getting these opportunities. And I think in Hollywood, like, it doesn't matter your age. I think that also celebrating just black people in general in Hollywood. Issa Rae was very serious when she said that she was going to be making sure and pushing for um, black people in Hollywood. That's what's up, Issa. Yo, clap that up. I'm going to let y'all know right now. I'm going to go out there and support it, but I wasn't impressed by the trailer. What? It looked corny. You have to think about it. It might be a future movie minute. Hey, man, everybody, hey, that's another thing I always say. Every black person ain't going to like everything another black person I'm still going to go watch. I love Issa. As long as you support. Yeah, and they might change me. The trailer might just have been a bad trailer. All right. Which one did you watch? Did you watch the full length or did you watch the Instagram? I watched the full length. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man, let's see if I get this right, man. Let's do this, Uh, baby. I'm going to be quick. I'm going to give you all a real minute. 
Uh, oh, it's actually going to be a minute? Nah, I doubt it. Oh, dang, because I was going to time it. Jukebox <laughs> Johnny movie minute. Let's go. <laughs> Burr! Yo, appreciate, <laughs> yo, appreciate y'all bringing me in like that. Um, you know, this movie minute brought to you by Voodoo. Make sure you go to kickashitpod.com. Go to Voodoo, get you a motherfucking movie. So this movie review, our movie minute, is Aquaman. <gasps> Do not ruin it. I won't ruin this movie for you. I, a friend of mine suggested go see Aquaman. You're going to like it. Because I, I shit on DC. I say DC movies trash. Which you shouldn't. And um, so I went to go see it. And uh, one thing I can say about them, if all DC movies were like this, I I would go watch them all the day they come out. Aquaman was pretty good. I mean, I think where DC was failing, they got it right on this one. Aquaman's a hero, and they made him a hero. He had all the hero characteristics. You know, he You know, he was scared to do stuff, but, you know, he was fearless with it. And um, he would just, I don't know, it was just beautiful, man, how they painted Aquaman. I wanted to be Aquaman. I never got that from DC. Since so you just not going to pretend like Wonder Woman happened? Wonder Woman was all right, but, you know, Wonder Woman was pretty much like, <laughs> Wonder Woman was pretty much like a group of ugly friends, but she the best looking friend. That's how I felt <laughs> that movie was compared to all the DC movies. Okay. I didn't like how Wonder Woman ended. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Aquaman was a good movie. I like how they did Atlantis. The visuals for Atlantis was nice. It kind of reminded me of Underwater Wakanda. I do wish they would have went into more detail on life in Atlantis, like how people live. They didn't really do that. Uh, but I really like Jason Momoa as Aquaman. He did a very good job. Um, I, I'm ready to see another movie, Aquaman movie. And I wish the, the director's name is James Wan. I hope they let him do more with the DC universe, maybe do future movies. Cause he did a really good job of, like I say, making a movie about a hero. And he didn't worry about that other bullshit. Like you saw in uh, Batman V Superman, where they were trying to bring the world into it too much, trying to make it too realistic. I like to see my heroes do hero shit. So, time to get his bitch waves. Uh, hmm. I'm going to go three and a half ways for Aquaman. Three and a half ways. Go check it out. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. On the stick. I wish they would have yeah, experienced stuff a little bit more, but, like, you know, just explained a little bit more things, but it was a good movie. All right, all right, all right. Well, that was Jukebox Johnny with the movie Minute. Um, if you checked it out, if you've seen it, write us, let us know, tell us what you think. Other than that, this has been episode 36 of the Kicking Shit Podcast. You can keep up with us on all social platforms. Twitter and Instagram has Kicking Shit Pod. It's K-I-C-K-I-N Shit Pod. Uh, and uh, Facebook, KSP. Uh, you can write us, Kicking Shit Pod at gmail.com. Um, Jukebox, where can they find you at? Yo, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. J-U-K-3-B-O-X-J-O-H-N-N-Y. Holla at your boy. And what about you, Miss Nikki? Um, yeah. All social media platforms. Uh, Miss New Bougie, M-I-S-S-N-E-W-B-O-U-R-G-I-E. And it's your boy, Jumpman Jones. You can find me at Soul Train Company on Instagram and Twitter, like the soul of a shoe. Soul Train Company on IG and Soul Train Co. on Twitter. That's like the soul of a shoe. Other than that, this has been episode 36. Listen, I hope y'all have a great week. Uh, we'll talk to y'all next week and that's all I got. Straight up.